Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a podcast in Hell's Kitchen and we like issues of Daredevil. He's a great superhero, one of the best, I would say. And I'm Claire. <laughs> Joining me, as always, is Vix. That's a bold statement. That's why I said one of the best, not the best, because I know you and you and our special guest Connor would hunt me down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, and as I mentioned, we have a very special guest. It's Connor. Hello. Hey. And it's yeah. 2 a.m. I, I Connor. With, I agree with one of the best for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. He's 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 very cool. Um, my yeah, nephew only good. today learned that Daredevil is blind, and he said, oh, "But how can he fight?" So I told him all <laughs> about like the radar sense, and he was like, "Wow!" He thought that was the coolest <sighs> thing ever. So, you know, six-year-old. You told about Satoshi. No, I didn't. I thought that might confuse him a bit. But I did say that Overload. Daredevil <laughs> hung out with ninjas sometimes because he, he's really into ninjas at the moment. Uh, he, oh, yeah. My nephew, not Daredevil. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he was very impressed with that. You didn't tell him Daredevil fights ninjas, not hanging no, out with them? Well, no, but sometimes he fights them, sometimes he leads them, you know? <laughs> it's like... That's true. <laughs> and he gets, you know, all that crazy stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, we are back. We've had a few weeks off. Uh, there's been many things that happened in the meantime. It's now 2022, guys. I hope it's treating you well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it has yet to okay. prove itself. <laughs> uh, so this uh, episode, we are discussing issue 56 of Daredevil. It came out the 1st of September 1969. And it's called And Death's Head Came Riding. Now, last week, in the next on Daredevil, it was called Death Came Riding, Vix, if you remember. It was a long time ago mm-hmm. we recorded that. It was but it's actually called yeah. And Death's Head Came Riding. Um, but before we get into this issue, guys, we're a bar. And what are you guys drinking? Are you celebrating the year of our Daredevil 2022 with a, a tipple or two? Vix, what are you drinking? I am drinking fizzy cranberry juice. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, it's quite tasty i, I forgot to make coffee that. so oh connor what are you drinking uh tap water connor i'm also drinking tap water <laughs> we are very yeah. low-key uh uh josie's bar podcast this week we're, uh, we're obviously still suffering from the holiday season <laughs> and haven't got anything <laughs> back yet yeah yeah I, I have a glass of tap water as well it's very exciting um so this issue uh, I'm going to read the description of when I bring it up on my phone. Bear with me one moment. I knew there was something I hadn't prepared for. <gasps> this, I know, it's terrible. This issue, uh, the description is as follows. Daredevil goes looking for Karen Page with the intention of proposing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when he finds her, Dee Dee comes across an evil ploy. A skeletal creature calling itself Death's Head has kidnapped Karen's father. Daredevil makes a promise to eliminate this threat, but after doing battle with death, his promise seems impossible to keep. Uh, it was <laughs> edited by Stanley, written by Roy Thomas, art by Gene Colan, Inca, Sid Shaw's letterer, Artie Simak. So, guys, what do you think of this cover? Um, it's uh, memorable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about Death's Head's costume. Yeah. Um, because I, his mask really freaks me out. I don't like it. it yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like it or don't like it. Mm. 
count aside. <laughs> so it's like I don't know it's where this fireball yeah. is coming from. I don't know if this is if this is meant to be the fireball that he threw, but it doesn't match. Like, well, it looks like it's just a really small comet. Yeah. That coincidentally, went yeah. next to Daredevil, and Death's Head's taking the credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil's like, oh no. I like this that the title. <laughs> He's throwing the title of the issue at Daredevil. <laughs> which is Ooh, like, I do like that. That's cool. Um, so we start off. Um, first page and what's that we see daredevil swinging through the city singing a little a little song <laughs> i don't know what song this is i wanted it to be good morning sunshine like he's singing a bit of hair you know that's of the time <laughs> just I, I just thought this it was just hilarious absolutely hilarious like he sings now yeah and everyone's like what daredevil singing <laughs> amazing i do like that you know, oh god well you know that song the devil fights for what you know that one <laughs> no. the, oh is uh, it no? one from that concept album where they did a song about marvel heroes yeah by that band is it that one yeah, it was J. David Weider's sign-off for his Oh, Dave yes, Dedham. yeah, I know the, yeah, yeah, I know the yeah. exact one you mean. I do have that album somewhere. I think this, like, the early 70s and this is, like, I feel like they were reading these issues where they composed that song. Because <laughs> yeah. it's about him being cool and doing cool stuff and then moping about Karen. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it's a it's a weird song. It's not one that I'm a massive fan of. I have the whole album. Um, yeah, they should play it in the. They should have played it in the Dead Apple Netflix show. They should have just have it like an instrumental in the background. That would have been cool. Yeah, like the lady playing the Spider Man song in Spider Man, the yeah. Sam Raimi one. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So Dead was swinging through the city, panel to panel, and he's all excited because he's on his way to see Karen. He's gonna tell her that. The man she loves isn't dead. Just Matt Murdock, his cumbersome alter ego. Which was... I mean, she'll go for it, you know, yeah. and then they'll get married and they'll live happily ever after. Absolutely. So it's like, huh, you're still going with Matt being dead, are you? Mm, okay. So, <laughs> so he goes to sneak into Foggy's DA office to go and see Karen. And there's like a load of like the most 70s fangirls there. Because they're like, like <laughs> why are they there? Like, they are they interns or something? No, they're um the the civic the civics. Foggy is like giving a talk to like a civics class or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So they're the civics class. One of them says, "What groovy threads!" <laughs> and one of them yeah. calls, one of them calls him man. Don't get uptight, man. <laughs> Don't get uptight, man. So I just I love. Daredevil's facial expression, and he's like, "Hold it, troops!" It's just really weird, like yeah. disgruntled expression. But, yeah. yeah, it's really creepy though how they just like they come right up to him and start touching him. Yeah, people aren't like it's, that at all. You're right. It's like that's <laughs> weird. That's yeah. Like, well, can you imagine if people like were able to touch the Beatles? God. Oh yeah, and weren't so held like, back. Mm, like they would have yeah. literally ripped them apart. Yeah. Yeah. In some sort of like, like craze. It would have been like the end of um, Perfume, a story of a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like that. It would have been just tear, tear this person apart. Uh, so 
Yeah, so all these fangirls are all over him. Some of them are wearing some groovy threads, like this girl who's wearing, like, checkered red trousers. She looks like Rupert the Bear. Yeah, there's some some fashion choices going on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we see our long-lost friend... Debbie! Debbie! (laughs) Looking very different. Yeah, I was so happy. Yeah, she's there. He, because uh, he says she looks nothing like Debbie, but no. probably oh, says all right. Debbie. I thought that was his secretary. <laughs> I'm guessing it's Debbie because it looks. I guess nothing she has brown like hair now. Yeah, yeah. It was black. Remember yeah. when she used to be? Well, it was it was black, and then it sometimes it appeared brown, and it's oh, like right. this sort of like blackish red color. Yeah, and she used to be like a little, like, do you remember when she arrived and she was like a little sex pot? And yeah. she's just becoming more and more, <laughs> I don't know, vanilla. I mean, that, that was her job at the start, wasn't it? Yeah. Like to seduce mm. Foggy. Um, awesome. Never together. What a weird twist of fate. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Uh, so they're all excited to see um, Daredevil. Foggy rescues him. Um, <laughs> brings him Deb, tight, Deb's man. like got her hand to her mouth. She's like, oh! <gasps> Uh, and Dedder was basically like ugh what do you mean Karen's not here I I came to see her and he's like oh okay sorry (laughs) and we find out that Karen has gone home um, because there was some I think said there was some bad news or something like that Um, so and also she's still upset because Matt Murdock died a few days ago and Foggy says she was in love with him, you know. And, and Matt's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, I just want to say Matt and Foggy are not friends. No, they're not friends no. at all. Because no. Matt's at no point is like, oh, if only I could tell Foggy, my friend, he's right there. And I could say, don't worry. Also, Foggy's not grieving about Matt at all. Do you know what I mean? Because he's <laughs> like, oh, he basically yeah. says, oh, yeah, Karen's been grief stricken since the recent death of Matt Murdock. He doesn't go, my best friend for my life. Friends. And I think they're supposed to be friends, but the problem is they're focusing so much on Karen and yeah. Matt's tortured romance that, you know, Foggy Foggy look, has to look normal in comparison to her unending grief. Yeah. Like, and... Which is my problem with, like, honestly, until way later when it feels like they're actually friends, you know, because mm-hmm. up until then it's just, it's all about Matt and Karen, which is fine, but you know, it's just everyone else's job to the side. Matt and Foggy so, have a much these... more interesting relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, and and they they like essentially grew up together almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, they went to university together and all the rest of it, and they're supposed to. And they made such a big deal of it at the beginning of um, how they're best friends. Yeah, you know, like oh my best friend, they are boy, best, oh, my friends, best friend. Can't you tell? And it's, it's just almost like... like they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> it, is, it is funny because they just show nothing but contempt for each other. Yeah. Um. So this is when uh Foggy is reading something and he's like, oh well, I'll be. Oh, next time I get a secretary, I'll read her re- references more carefully. According to this, Karen Page is the daughter of Doctor Paxton Page. And then Deb says, you mean the man who perfected the cobalt bomb? And he's like, yes, and who then refused to divulge the results of his research, un- even under pain of contempt of Congress. Oh, the other thing. Twist. Foggy, Foggy's <laughs> not acting like Karen's his friend either. No. He's just like, for all we know, like, Karen could be a secretary that Foggy just hired. Yeah. Like, that's the way, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
if you only read this issue exactly, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Foggy's not friends think, with anyone. I think Foggy's oh, just not. glad to be shot with a pair of them. To be honest. <laughs> he's doing much better without them. He really is. Yeah, he's, he's lovely he's, <laughs> And he's got Debs. And it's like, it's all good for the Fog. So. Yay. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about this plot twist with uh, uh, Karen's backstory fix? It's a bit different well, to the Netflix show. Um, yeah, a little bit. And it's kind of like, hmm, hmm, I wonder what this could have to do with the Death's Head. Mm. Oh, convenient. <laughs> and you know, just, that, sorry, go on. Just, yeah, just the fact that it's like, oh, you know, he was found in, like, contempt of Congress and all the rest of it. It was like... Hmm. I wonder why it's like an it's like an episode of Casualty where they're kind of like you know at the beginning they're kind of like setting up like here's the little the little stories you know remember this for later because I don't know what you mean like, Victor, per- what are you talking about like the, it's like you in Casualty like in the first fifteen minutes you're gonna be like well they're gonna die they're gonna be seriously injured <laughs> like they're gonna be you could just you could just tell so yeah. And it's like, hmm, I wonder why we, you know, how convenient that Karen's parent, you know, Karen's dad is this person. I wonder how that feeds in mm. to this whole, this whole issue. Well, mm. he's been kidnapped by Death's Head, obviously. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the things that is like the Netflix show is that Karen's hometown is Fagan Corners in Vermont, which is a completely fictional town in Vermont that doesn't exist. Uh, but that is the name they used for yeah. her hometown in the Netflix show. So I was going to say this whole mm-hmm. sorry, was, this whole twist is dumb. But then again, it's still better than the Karen episode. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, you know what? This is pretty all right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed this a lot more. Yeah, the Karen episode where, like, yeah, so showing how differently this is in the Karen episode of the Netflix show. We find out that her dad owns a diner. He's not inventing the cobalt bomb and standing up to Congress or anything. It's a yeah. bit different. Um, and people aren't dropping like flies around Karen. <laughs> Seriously, my uh, <laughs> someone I know is watching Daredevil for the first time, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not annoyed with her yet," because um, I know that character annoys you a bit. And I was like, "Oh." Just wait. Just wait until the end of the season. <laughs> she'll steal the your life. Of Yoda. She'll kill you and steal you your life. You will be. <laughs> she's, like the, she's like the Jessica Fletcher of the Daredevil show. She really is. <laughs> she's causing murders and then investigating them. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. And stealing their lives. Stealing their lives. Karen is on the train. She's clearly going through some kind of PTSD from being kidnapped by Star Saxon. And Which I liked. I like that it's, yeah, it has, because, you know, she's been kidnapped so many times, you know, like she was kidnapped by the owl, she was kidna- she's been kidnapped by everyone. Um, but I like that it has ramifications, that it does affect her. Like one of the issues I had mm-hmm. with the X-Files, sorry Vex, when I watched all of the X-Files <laughs> was that, that Scully's getting kidnapped every other episode. And at no point does it seem like it's actually had any kind of <laughs> long term, like psychological effect on her. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a lot of problems with the fact that like they'll encounter a werewolf one episode and then Skelly's like, oh no, that's impossible, Boulder. There can't be yeah. ghosts, even though he saw three ghosts last week. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a very flawed show, Vic. So I don't think you should be rewatching it. 
I like it though. I mean, it's, oh, it's no, cool. No, no. I know, I know you hate it, but <laughs> it's so, it's so much like supernatural though. Like I know, but I hate supernatural as well. Yeah, but I'm the dead, good supernatural. Like, but it's like the X Files came first, so yeah. and supernatural hurts more because I loved supernatural at the start. Yeah, so and then it more. just let, it's let, easier with supernatural because the the guy who made it, the head writer, left. So there's like a clear cutoff point yeah, for exactly. when it goes to crap, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, th- but then he came back. <laughs> to try and save well, it, and it didn't. Uh, um, talking about I mean, Supernatural, which has monsters in it, can we talk about what a monster Karen is when we find out that she used to stick <laughs> chewing gum under tables? I was like, oh, yeah. Karen, you monster. <laughs> what are you doing? Karen, you dutty bitch. She also Spoiler, says... but that's the whole crux of Born Again, <laughs> is that gum everywhere. <laughs> she also says that... Um, Whenever she thinks of Matt now, whenever she thinks of Daredevil now, she shudders, but she doesn't know why. But is she shuddering with pain or pleasure? You guys decide. Um, <laughs> you can't quite figure out which one it was. Mm. Yeah, they fair. don't really say. So she, I like this whole thing of her sort of ruminating on going home after a long time away, because obviously she's estranged, I guess, from the family. Um, and she you know, he sort of doesn't really know much about this town anymore. Uh, so she's trying to get a bus to the house and you can't get a bus anymore because they've stopped. She asks old Pop Arkham. I was like, Arkham? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Is this a crossover? <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, old Pop Arkham about it and he says there's no buses anymore. So there's this other guy hanging around outside and he's like, hey, I'll give you a lift. And she's like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, uh, Exposition Pete, we'll call him. Because he's like, yeah, I'll just tell you what's going on. So they're driving off to her house because, of course, she lives in a big mansion on the edge of town. Uh, There's a joke about H.B. Lovecraft. Karen mentions him. This guy thinks that he's some kind of band, a newfangled singing group. I do like that they mention Lovecraft, though, because this is quite Lovecraftian, this whole, like, setup with how creepy the town is and... And stuff like that. Lovecraft yeah. meets Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it ever really become like in this issue really goes as far to call Lovecraft, but there is the sort of creepy horror atmosphere. Yeah. Um, we need more tentacles. <laughs> That'll be next issue. Oh, next. Uh, <laughs> so uh, everything's just as Karen left it, including the creepy old covered bridge. Um, she starts to walk through it. I thought this was freaking terrifying. It was so well yeah. done on the page. I don't know what you guys yeah. think. Um, did oh, you guys ever my... see in the... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, 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 carry on. I was going to say, have you ever seen In the Mouth of Madness? Yes, I love yes. that film. Yes. There was a part like this, right, where they went in the car tunnel. Yeah. Or they drove mm. a car through the train tunnel. I thought it was... Similar to that, it gave me the same vibes. I mean, tunnels uh, have been freaky for me ever since I watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory as a child. <laughs> um, and also The Stand, read The Stand as a kid, because that was scary as well. Um, but yeah, this is very Sleepy Hollow. She's going through the covered bench. She hears the sound of um, horses' footsteps. It's really dark in there. And then like a flaming ball is hurled at her and she's like ah it's like my dream um and uh 
so she says the dream the dream so we obviously figure that she has dreamed this previously yeah i thought i missed something when she said that um i don't think they've referenced it before this i think no. it's the okay. first time yeah. yeah i don't i don't remember them yeah um and we get our, our first look at death's death's head what what do you think vix um i like the whole like dead horse the skeleton thing. horse the whole like pale rider vibe mm. Oh, and the rest of it was pretty cool, but his head's really weird. It's like this kind of like, I don't know, like a it's like cursed... an Aztec skull. Yeah, it's very Aztec to me. It's like doesn't it doesn't fit with the rest of his, his outfit. look. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that movie Vice Versa? Yeah. You know, like the little skull that they yes. were shot. That's what it looks like to me. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It's very kind cool. of. He'd kind of be a Ghost Rider villain. Um, yeah. The head was tweaked a little bit. You know. yeah, he could be. I, mean, I don't really like Arabic's, his look. I think sorry. it's. I yeah, I don't like his look. I think it's pretty. The horse he's is cool, from, but it's pretty bland. Apart he's from fine that. from the neck down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I think last last episode, Vix, you were saying you wish it was actually death or whatever. Um, there is there is a Ghost Rider issue in the seventies where he literally races death, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, that's that's really cool. And like that's the whole issue. It's just them racing, you know. It's, nice. Yeah. And then you have death in the um, Marvel universe as well, which is who Thanos was trying to court, right? From what I remember. Uh, you mean in the the End Game or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that death. No, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess there's more than one death. Just like there's <laughs> Most, six Lucifers and. Yeah, um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> so he, Death said he, she, whoever it is, um, threatens Karen and basically says, "I bring a message. You need to leave. Go away. Get out of here." Um, and Karen's like, "Oh." I don't like the close up of the face. Yeah. I think it's his nose it's that green, freaks me out. Weird. I don't like his nose. Hmm. It's just, yeah, it just doesn't fit with the rest of him. No. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't like it. Uh, so Karen carries on up the hill to this big, it looks like the haunted mansion from Disney World. Um, it does. She knocks on the door and the butler Garth uh, answers. And he looks like a typical butler. <laughs> He's very butlery. Yeah. It's quite sinister. He takes her to see her mum uh, in this lovely big room. And her mum's like, oh, Karen, oh, um, it's, it's, you know, I'm crying because your father has been kidnapped. And she's like, what? Like, <laughs> thanks for like, setting the panel <laughs> or something. You know, like you could have called. Yes, he's been kidnapped by a dreadful creature called Death's Head. Ba ba ba. And Karen says, oh, no. <laughs> so, meanwhile. <laughs> Daredevil's sitting on top of a train because he, you know, he doesn't want anyone to see him and, like, try and... You know, More pain again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's like, right, I'm going to jump off the train here. He jumps off at uh, Fagan, Fagan Corners. Um, and he's like, wow, this town is, like, really, like, dead. There's nothing it's a here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what's going on? And he's like, hang on a sec. What's that glow up ahead on that hillock? 
and you can tell that it's moving closer. I don't know how you would perceive a glow, the temperature mm-hmm. maybe. I'm yeah. Not sure. Um. So coming over the hill, he sees Death's head on his horse with like a like a kind of cloud in the shape of a skull above him, or if he's holding like some kind of fireball that looks like a skull. Do you think mm. that him seeing the glow could be a writer's forgot that he was blind thing? Maybe. I mean, the way that they say he sees the glow is like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems weird. I think if it was nowadays, they would describe it in a different way or they'd do like dead or whatever, yeah. you know? Because it could be like yeah. the heat or maybe he could hear something. World on fire. World on fire. World. Yeah. Oh, why do you hate that? Um... I quite like it. I didn't like it as much as... I, I like the Dead Evil movie style better, where he yeah. creates sound. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Sorry, Bix. But, um, there was, I, I bet you mentioned one time you didn't like the World on I Fire. I don't like the World on Fire. Ridiculous. I don't think we should... I don't know, because it literally just looked like they put a fire effect over the right. picture of Rosario Dawson, and I was like, that isn't what he would it, it just didn't fit in with what he sort of quote unquote sees in the like if they had something like a oh, I didn't effect like effect and that yeah. yeah I thought the effect was bad and I'm glad they didn't right. show it for the rest of the series because I don't think you need to necessarily see what he sees I just thought it was thematically I thought it was pretty cool yeah it fits you know, in like, like the world sort of being on him. fire um it yeah. fits in but I don't think he could have said it but I don't think we needed to see it yeah yeah, fair enough. But, you know. Uh, so Daredevil swings on a branch. He's like, wee! And uh, Death's head is like, turn back, turn back, fool, or Death's head shall return. And then he runs away. And he's like, hmm, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, all Death's head had done is, like, threaten people and tell them to go away. Yeah, so he's just scaring people that come off the train all the time. Yeah, he's just like, oh, don't, don't. Well, I mean, this is why this town is, like, dying, because, like, he's turning all the tourists away. He keeps away. turning up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Daredevil turns up at Karen's, the page mansion, and just, like, goes in and she's like oh daredevil what are you doing here <laughs> like how how did you know like wh- what's going on so you just you just knew that i i needed you yes exactly he's got karen sense um so he's manhandling the butler he is he's like attempting to beat up guards yeah. it's like look you're dressed as devil dude like also, this is this ain't no New York City where people are used to seeing superheroes running around. This is Fagin Corners. They don't have a superhero; they just have Death's Head. Yeah, so. he just like thinks that you're a big old weirdo. Yeah, exactly. He might think that you're working with Death's Head. Who knows? So give him, give Garth a break. Poor Garth. Uh, so Karen was like, "Wow, I was just thinking about you, and you walked in. It's like magic." And then Dad was like, yeah, yeah, I'll explain later, Karen. Let me just study your father's picture by running my fingers over it. Presumably as well, this is under glass. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this before, like yeah, when Karen gave Matt a picture of her under glass. And a Matt, signed picture. A signed picture. And Matt, like, read it with his fingertips through glass. I still can't believe that that was a thing. Like, a sign... Karen's signing a picture when, like, she's a secretary, for one. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not an actress or anything, and there's just so many questions. It'd be worth a fortune if she ever becomes an actress, Connor. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, 
So Garen's like, please, I've already lost the man I loved a few days ago, Matt. Uh, if anything happens to my... So has Matt had a funeral? Did he have a funeral? I don't think he did. Uh, I think they were just like, oh, well, but... he blew up. Ooh, nothing to bury. Um, I think they probably skipped over it or just forgot to... Yeah. To show it because it would have been a dramatic scene and you would have had Daredevil hiding in a tree or something going, Oh, they're all so sad. Um, so he's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll find him, don't worry, I just need to speak to your mum. And then he says, Have you got any any ideas about Paxton's capture? And she's like, Yes, I received this note. By the way, Karen's mum looks like Aunt, Aunt May, all women of uh, a certain age. Yeah, uh, I think Aunt Aunt May's way more really. skeletal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not being mean. No, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, like, I think you're right. I think she looks more like Mary Jane's aunt or mother. Oh, or yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, she exists. So we see <laughs> this um, this note from Death's Head that says, Mrs. Page, abandon Page House forever and tell no one of your husband's disappearance. Or he dies, signed Death's Head. <laughs> I signature. <laughs> I know, I like that It's the Death's Head is in like a little skull shape. I was like, yeah, that's, I like it. It's, you know, personalised. So <laughs> that evening, Daredevil goes out uh, to find Death's Head and finds him immediately because Death's Head appears in the air and is like floating. And he's like, ah, oh, if you try and apprehend me and I'll, I'll get you because I'm Death's Head. And <laughs> then what happens, Vix? Uh, and then... Is this where he says Holy Hammer? Oh, does he say yeah. Holy Hammer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's where Holy I... Hammer. Holy Hammer! <laughs> and I, I was distracted by that. That made me laugh. Holy Hammer. What's that? Made... Um, I was more distracted uh... by the fact that Death's Head is a balloon at this point. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was a bit strange. Wait, what's... He's, like... Matt's kind of like, oh, this is like a giant balloon. Yeah. It's a radio-rigged balloon oh, yeah. in the shape of Death's Head that's just floating in the air, and he's got his voice coming out of it. Yeah, that was... I mean, I guess it's the 60s. <laughs> so Death's yeah. still in the 60s. Death's Head actually does the old cloakaroo to Daredevil, but it's... Not, well, Daredevil kind of does it to himself, because he destroys this balloon and it kind of covers him like a cloak for a mm-hmm. second. So he does what I find quite amusing, though, mm. is that meanwhile all this is going on, uh, Karen's mum is ringing the police. Yeah. And Karen's saying, are you sure you should be doing that? Because what about, like, death, you know, the note that said, you know, they're going to kill him. And it's like, so hang on a minute. So now she's calling the police? Yeah. Like, why is she, why, like, why are you calling the police now? Did Dead have a chance to sort it out? It's yeah, that that was really kind of strange to me. It's like, um, you know, it took Daredevil showing up for her to be like, oh, I'll call the police. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I guess she was probably. I, I just figured she was still sort of processing and talking with her mum until Daredevil showed up, like, because maybe the mum didn't want to call the police. Well, it said if you know. call the police, if you tell anyone, then Paxton will die. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, now maybe that Daredevil's there, she's kind of like, oh, well, Daredevil will sort it out, and then the police can come and clear up the mess. Maybe. maybe. They can well, I think they rap, think... Rapscallion Daredevil as well. Well, the, the mother called the cops, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because she's freaky, because she's like... Uh, I mean, she says because she doesn't want Daredevil to die. 
Mm. So that's why she called the cops. Mm. So Daredevil, now we get Daredevil versus Death's Head. Death's Head's got all kinds of weapons, including shafts of flame, flaming scimitars, which I was like, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited about the flaming scimitar. That's pretty bad. A glowing bowler. I wasn't quite sure. Like, is is that basically like a ball on a stick? It's like two balls on a string. I used to do right the the yeah. It's like or is it one ball on a string? I can't remember. But yeah, it's some kind of ball on a string. Yeah. Uh. So he's got a bowler. Um. He's like it looks like he's throwing like fireworks at Daredevil because he's like dodging all these things and it's like different colors going off around him. Um, so, yes, uh, we have an ad that I've never seen before in this issue, which is for, uh, it says, <clears throat> be first in your crowd with California angel forks, new, showy, oh. strong, fast, makes your bike an exciting dragster. It's basically oh. like, it looks like you stretch your wheels, your front wheels out on your bike. So they're like two uh-huh. foot in front you know what i mean so you can pretend that it's a you're a dragster and you also get free man body (laughs) body. you get an exciting decal to decorate your dragster for free yeah and it's it's uh five dollars 95 which is pretty expensive seeing as that's quite pricey i know Compared to the prices of some of the other stuff. I know, like you can get a chameleon for like 10 cents. Yeah, So and seahorses. (laughs) Seahorses and all sorts. So so they're fighting. Um, uh, I think he manages to knock Daredevil out. And then obviously the, I keep wanting to call him the Masked Marauder. Uh, Death's Head is like, (laughs) ah, I have plans. I I know, I'm sorry. I have plans for him. I even have some new clothes. So he like covers daredevil up with these other clothes which are a spare death's head costume um but he just happens to be like carrying around with it Um, yeah yeah because we can see it's not his costume because we can see in in one of the panels that he's also still fully dressed and he puts the skull on daredevil and then he ties gives you like a close-up it gives you a close-up of like the mask and it's like even more creepy and weird and gross i just don't yeah i don't like it yeah the mask would be good with an appropriate costume. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he was dressed in black or something, it's the white costume. It's... He was just rocking the Aztec look. Yeah. Or, you know, mm. I'm Aztec head or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's just dressed in full gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> jingle jangle. <laughs> I've got spurs that jingle jangle jingle. Um, so then he puts daredevil on the horse he ties it to him and then death said slaps the horse's butt which must hurt because that horse is a skeleton <laughs> and then the horse runs mm. away uh so he's running towards the police the police are like oh no here he comes and of Ooh. course they're the police so they they shoot the person uh bam, no bam. i'm less interested in the identity of death's head and more interested in what's up with this horse I know, because how... Yeah, exactly. Well, this was a question I was going to ask you guys. Because what what are your theories on this fix with this horse? Because is it supernatural? Or is it going to be a bit of a Scooby-Doo? And it's like, wow, it was old man Jenkins from the theme park all along. And this horse is just a horse that he painted a skeleton on and everyone was fooled. <laughs> I, 
Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that the that Death's Head is actually Karen's dad. <gasps> what? <laughs> I've because never heard why... the like. Because <laughs> just yeah, well they were just saying that up from the very beginning, weren't they? It's pretty uh, wild. <laughs> so it's either like one of his experiments with the cobalt bomb gone wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, or they live in a really big old house. Maybe he found like this Aztec artifact mm. um, and put it on. So maybe it's like a mixture of the supernatural and oh, so it like so, possessed him or something. Yeah, okay. and he's trying to he's trying to harness its powers um, like with science and and stuff. Yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> mm. I, I, Hmm. Well, might just come up with a better plot than the next we'll issue. We'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to our segment, Vix Projects, obviously. We don't want to oh, yes. overshoot our load, whatever it is we're saying. That's true. Mm. Uh, before we... Plenty of load for next week. Exactly. Oh. Before we get to our toots and boots, though, um, I uh, there's a letter. And tell me from this letter, because <laughs> there was a letter from Rick Werft... Fresno, California. And whoever answers the letters has no idea what he's talking about um, and which one of the two Daredevil artists he prefers from this letter. So the the answer they basically give is, since we, this is the whole answer, since we don't have the slightest idea as to which of our two uh, Daredevil artists you prefer, and since Gene Conan is back doing the strip anyway, we hereby concur and take our leave because they have (laughs) no idea what he's talking about. So you ready? <clears throat> Dear Stan, Jean and Barry, my eyes began to fill with the spectre of a panoramic blend of entity piercing colour, my spirit whirled with swashbuckling exuberance as my pupils penetrated into the meaty exactness of his explosive pencils. Pleasant, <clears throat> pleasant music poured from the merry metaphors in my meditating mind as I greedily gazed upon the dramatic spectacles of his emotion emitting portrayals of soul searing action. My body tingled with a gentle flow of satisfaction for several long minutes after I was finished. I had just looked upon a Barry Smith interpretation of Daredevil 51. So I say, if this is all the meagre feeling I can muster for Barry's work, why isn't Gene Conan back on the strip? Nuff said. So it's like, so did you like his stuff or not? Because you're demanding so, Gene Conan like... comes back, but you seem to like it. Was that basically... His way of saying that he jizzed off over sounds the, like it. That, that particular issue. But then he's like demanding that like Gene Colan comes back. So I was very confused by that. And apparently so were the, the letter yeah. writers. What do you think? Maybe. Connor? I don't know. It seems like it could be like a really huge way of praising Gene Colan. It's like I felt this for this guy and that's nothing compared to Gene Colan. Oh, but uh, it's pretty weird. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, it's really nicely written. It's lovely like, written. You'll never get a letter like this today <laughs> no. in, in a Marvel comic. You'll you know? just get, so, you suck! How dare you do this? Uh, I'm going on Twitter. <laughs> oh, they'll never publish that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't. That's what that. I like. I, I love how they publish the nasty criticism mm. or, like, the really angry people in these old yeah. issues yeah. and actually discourse with them. I like that. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. Um, that was the end of the issue, guys. But before we get on to Vic's predicts, obviously we have to do our toots and our boots. So, what would you like to toot and boot, Connor? You can go first as our special guest. 
Do we? I can't remember. Is Panel of the Week still a thing? Or am oh, it I is. My I forgot about stuff? Panel of the Week. Oh, I haven't done it in so long. Uh, absolutely, Panel of the Week is is uh, is a thing. But we'll do Toot and Boot first, I think. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll toot uh, Karen in like her big coat coming off the train. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like big raincoats or whatever that is. Um, and I guess I will boot Death's Head's mask in contrast to this costume because I don't hate his design. Mm. It's just some, and I don't even hate every panel he's in. It's just some things, especially when the mask is coloured yellow compared to the rest of yeah, the. Yeah, I think so I think maybe it. maybe that's it. Like if it wasn't a weird colour, like quite yeah. a sickly colour, it might actually work. Because the rest of him's kind of essentially like black and white. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird that his mask isn't like the same colour. So are we? Oh, am I taking it that you are also booting Death's Head, Vix? Uh, the just the head. Oh. Okay. You love that body. Just a tip. The mummy wraps. What about your toot? Um, I too enjoyed Karen's uh, travel attire. Mm. Um, I thought it was very stylish. Hmm. It's very stylish. It's and I also enjoyed Debbie's little blue number. Oh, I've just seen Debbie back. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's another Debbie. Oh no. <laughs> <gasps> uh, I am going <laughs> to. I am going to boot Death's head, but not just his head. I'm going to boot all of him. I just don't like this costume. I've never been a fan of mummies. I don't know who is a fan of mummies, but I've never been a fan well, of them. I just don't like it. Um, he looks like Mumra out of Thundercats, and I'm not with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't like him. I don't like his look. It's not Mask Marauder bad, but it's pretty bad. Um, it's pretty bad. I am going to toot... I am going to toot... Yeah, Karen in her blue coat and her little purple oh, skirt yeah. is really cute. Yeah, her yeah. little travel ensemble. Yeah, I think I'm going to toot that. I really like it. Uh, okay, panel of the week. Connor, you reminded me about it, so you can go first. <laughs> well, I just I knew it was like that kind of like um, angry daredevil face as he's like, <laughs> hold it, troops. You know, just really made me chuckle. So that's my panel of the week. I nice. was uh, being assailed by... Teenagers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, how dare you? Get away! Get away! Oh. <laughs> uh, Vix, what about you? I am going for the three panels of Karen um, as she like enters the bridge. How dare you? That's my one as well. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, just because like she gets like it, it sort of it it gets increasingly more scary mm-hmm. in each panel, um, and yeah, it's. It's creepy to look at. That whole kind of sequence was pretty cool, uh, yeah. and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I really, I really liked it as well. I think that's my. I guess my a shout out to the. There's a shout out to the inks and colours as well. Mm. Yeah. For those three panels. Yeah, they're really um, good. A lot of colour, like a lot of colour in those panels, even though it's pitch black. Quite you know, like the, the, yeah. the font is in a different colour in each. Yeah. Each one, it's really cool. I really, I like it. Um, also, a little mini shout out to the opening um, page, which is Daredevil singing, swinging through the city. I just, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I just like the way it's laid out with the title <laughs> at the top in the archway and then like... The title's cool. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. It's cool. 
Okay, well, now we have to vote on this issue, guys. Um, now, can you remind us, Vix, what uh, are the criteria for voting on issues of data within Josie's Kitchen? Josie's Kitchen? Josie's Bar? Josie's Kitchen? Well, I'm in the kitchen at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if it's an issue that we think is, like, amazing, awesome, brilliant, uh, then it goes, it gets its own little special uh, velvet cushion and goes in the vault. Mm-hmm. Agatha, pack it in. Sorry. This is what um, happens when you have cats in a bar. <laughs> Well, she's half, um, she wants dinner, so she's being annoying. Um, um, if it's a kind, of, just a kind of like eh issue, uh, where we're not too sure, then it goes on to the bar for Claire's uh, decoupaging yeah. um, project. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we hate it, then it gets yeeted out of the window into the Pistry. pish of uh, Piss Street. Mm-hmm. Kitchen. Street, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what do we think? What What do you think, Vix? You can go first. Um, I didn't hate it. <laughs> kind of. I really liked. Like, I liked that we got some more Karen. Yeah. Um, and kind of like getting like her sort of backstory and stuff. That was quite interesting, and it was quite Lovecraft, which I did really enjoy. Um. Because I know that he's a horrible racist, uh, but Lovecraft works. I've like been reading since I was quite mm. quite little, and before I knew that he was a hideous racist. Um, so I, I just like the vibe. I like the vibe, but I don't think it's if Death's head, if his head was actually like looked like it belonged to the rest of the costume, I'd be like, hmm, I think this might be a vault issue. Oh. Uh, but that let it down, so I'm going to go for under the bar. Okay. Um, what about you, Connor? Vault. Vault? Oh. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Straight in there. Uh, I don't want to elaborate. Ooh, oh, okay. Um, but I, I think I think this issue should absolutely be preserved for posterity. Okay. Interesting. And as a bonus point, like, it's Daredevil in a new setting. Uh, in, like, the first time they've ever gone sort of, like, Scooby-Doo slash mm. Lovecraft, you know, and it's seeing Daredevil outside of that. Yeah. Uh, it, we're at the point where it's kind of, like, a bit of a package deal thing, because mm. this is, like, part of a story, so, um, yeah, I just, I, I would put it in the vault, personally. But I would have said under the bar... For the enjoyment I've got out of the issue. But yes, because the story... Because you both, you both <laughs> know something that I don't. <laughs> I, it's going in the vault. I'm going to vote in the vault. Maybe on like a lower shelf than some other issues. Okay. That would be my, my vote. But I think it, it can go in the vault. Okay. All right. It's going mm-hmm. in the vault. Okay, now everyone's missed it. Everyone's been ringing me every day going, happy holidays, Claire. But also, when's Vix Predicts coming back? It's my favourite thing ever. <laughs> and I was like, well, you just have to calm down and wait a couple of weeks. But it's finally oh, back, guys. Okay. Vix Predicts is back. 
So, Vix, are you ready for your predicts? And me and Connor will look at each other and go, ooh, or oh, depending on what you Uh, say. (laughs) Um, Next issue is called In the Midst of Life. Oh, interesting. So now we've gone from, like, death becomes her uh, to life. Mm-hmm. I still think I still think that Death Head is is um, Mr. Page Senior. Captain Page. Um, yeah, and he was trying to. I reckon it's like it's a mishmash of like supernatural entities with the head. I think he like he found it. Maybe he just had one of those you know trips to the Costa Rican rainforest or something um, because he was looking for some super rare element. Um, to go in his new research mm. um, and was like oh this like d- this head seems to have like supernatural powers and he put it on and has become like death's head is like oh my god and it's like ma- meshed with like his science mm. so I don't know maybe it's like about them trying to rescue her dad so that he doesn't die um, so that but now he's taken the head off <laughs> he didn't actually, oh, I don't know. I'm but confused. he still seemed to have a spare head. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's like, well, maybe that's like the thing. Maybe that head is like, is actually secretly uh, able to replicate things. Oh. So, the many heads of death <laughs> So maybe it's, maybe it's not death at all. Maybe it's like he's secretly life. Uh, oh. He just doesn't know it. He just doesn't know it yet. It's very deep. Maybe it maybe it takes like some some of Karen's dad's science mm. to completely reverse like the whole death's head thing. Well, what about the fact that it's called in the midst of life, which the end of that sentence is we are in death, and Matt is literally in death because he's wearing death's head's <laughs> costume. <laughs> oh, he's all up inside death. Yeah. <laughs> right, are you ready for all the description, Fix? Yes. You might want to sit down. I am sitting. Okay. The search for Karen Page's father comes to a shocking end. The identity Daredevil has fought to keep secret is finally revealed. Matt Murdock introduced as the man of fear to the most important woman in his life. Finally. Doesn't say it's Karen. (laughs) No, that's true. Well, I can't think of any other woman in his life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't say that she was the most important, but okay. So yeah, do you want to add anything to your prediction? Uh, <clears throat> maybe that's like why he's sort of rescuing, excuse me, Karen's dad. Uh, I reckon like maybe his mask comes off. Maybe oh, when they take off the death head mask, mm. his cow comes off with it, and she's like Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock! <laughs> mm, okay. But I thought you were dead. We shall we shall have to see. Mm. Uh, next next issue. Um <laughs> to follow. But in the meantime, Connor, thank you so much for coming on. As always. Yeah. No worries. Staying up late. I'm literally shaking in anticipation <laughs> for the mystery of Death's head. To quote Rocky Horror. Connor, I see you quither with anticipation. <laughs> um, what are you doing, Vix? 
Uh-oh, I was just getting <laughs> some <laughs> Tupperware out. What's going on? No, I was getting some Tupperware out of my cupboard. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Connor. Uh, where can people hear you? Do you want to pimp anything you haven't pimped before? Uh, or anything that no, you haven't pimped just, before? It's fine. Just the usual. Last one's a Krypton of Superman podcast and Sons of the Dragon, the Archives podcast. will be coming back this week nice. with Superman in the American Civil War and then next week with some more Heroes for Hire stuff. So, oh, you yeah. sound so sad about it. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh. Oh, kill me. Oh. Well, you <laughs> can come back to Josie's Bar anytime. You are Josie's Bar Any VIP. Yes, I believe that's actually next episode. When I say any any time, I mean next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just sleep under the bar until then. Yeah, to be I put. I, well, that's we've got okay. all those powers of of uh, comics you can uh, sleep on. There's a lot of there. Yeah, we'll make you a little sheet and a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, any... I'll I'll sew you one out of bottom out of a bin. <laughs> <laughs> like a patchwork quilt <laughs> made of beer mats. In like the pattern of uh, the gladiator's face, I hope. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, somebody make that. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to add? Mm, no. Okay, well, we'll yeah. be back next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.